superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Arab, man. When you have a guest from out of town, it's just everything he wants to say and talk about is right. The Rich Eisen Show. I'm a Jew on Young Kipper interviewing an Arab, okay? So, <laughs> I think very good. Well played, well played. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles, today's guests, NFL Network analyst Stephen Smith Sr., plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, now, it's Rich Eisen. Well, yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here from Los Angeles, California. And we could not be more excited to be here today on the Roku channel and to be able to be heard on this terrestrial radio station on the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio network that we have cobbled together thanks to the help of Westwood One, which also puts out our podcast all three hours of this show every single day on the Cumulus Podcast Network. We could not be more excited to be heard on the Odyssey app or Sirius XM Radio, Sirius Channel 218, XM Channel 202, 992 on the app. We could not be more thrilled to be homing in on... 470,000 subscribers on our YouTube page on youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. And then, of course, couldn't be more excited once again to be right here today on the Roku channel, which you can see for free on any Roku device. And you can see for free on any Samsung Smart TV or Amazon Fire TV. And then there's the Roku app. You can just get that app for free. The Roku channel is on it for free and then you could see us on a desktop or a laptop at the rokuchannel.com through the internet the reason why i'm laying all that out for you is not only just because <laughs> we're proud of it but the fact that we have a heartbeat uh, on this program today is very significant because it was eight years ago today that this show launched for the first time right here yeah. in El Segundo, California, back in the day for DirecTV, then AT&T, then Bleacher Report, uh, be, out, be, out, be, be Our Live, live. Be our for a hot minute, and then YouTube, and then YouTube, YouTube yeah. just us and chickens, and then for a couple years on Peacock, and now here on uh, Roku. Eight it, years ago today, we had no earthly idea what the hell we were doing, but we did it anyway, and we're, we're eight years old. Woo! We're we're fully adolescent, uh, even though we're we're really children at heart. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. Happy anniversary to you, brother. Same to you, man. You were back there in the it's podcast awesome, days, and good to see you. It's Happy awesome. anniversary, Mike Del Tufo, DJ yes. Mikey D, is in D's nuts. Our audio executive. Yes. Good to see you, TJ Jefferson. Like that candle, man. It's eight years. It's, it's our birthday lit. today. Happy anniversary, fellas. You so know, you. nine years ago today, I was sitting approximately where Brockman is because this studio used to be a cafe, I a know restaurant, <laughs> and I used to come as an employee. I used to come in here and have lunch. So. I've seen this whole thing evolve, man, and it's amazing. That Congratulations. Me, I got it right back at you. And I, I reminds me, I got to call Chris Long today, uh, make a mental note of that. The uh, the major domo <laughs> of uh, Audience Network, a spectacular network that birthed many shows that, by the way, 
still live today on uh, on various streamers. Oh, um, at any rate, uh, we're, we're thrilled to be here today. Shout out Chris Long. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial for you to call in. That number's been our number for, for eight years. Um, and so uh, we're here. And Steve Smith Sr. is about to join us on this program in studio, in person, just to come on out of the box. We all iced up waiting for him. Um, <laughs> he's, up, son. He is going to be here, and he's part of uh, game day kickoff on NFL Network. That leads off tonight to Colts Broncos. Hey, so many of you out there might be like one, two, and one versus two and two. Eh, eh. Uh, <sighs> you know what? You could say that, Chris, but tell that to the two coaches. <sighs> one of whom, uh, whose seat is suddenly getting hotter in Frank Reich, even though, you know, um, you might not think so, but Jim Ursay is one of those guys that it does give his people time, but sometimes the clock strikes midnight out of nowhere. And uh, I don't know if he would be so impetuous to make a maneuver in the middle of the season. But one, three, and one, one, three, and one is not what the Colts expected once they dispatched Carson Wentz elsewhere. Did not let the door kick him in the you-know-what on the way out to Washington, D.C. And then they get Matt Ryan. Remember that? Everyone's like, who are they going to get? Was it going to be Baker Mayfield? Could they get him? And they said, no, we're going to go much older and we're going to go much more uh, mature. We're going to go with a CEO quarterback instead of the progressive kid. We're going to go CEO. We're going to get Matt Ryan and we're going to get him out of Atlanta. We're going to put him behind the best offensive line he's ever been behind. And the offensive line has been nothing but trouble for this team. And tonight... They go into Denver without Jonathan Taylor. This is a kid who didn't miss a practice his entire life. I'm assuming he didn't miss a practice in Pop Warner, but high school, University of Wisconsin, and Indianapolis never missed a practice. Now he's going to miss a game. And the overall, first overall pick of fantasy drafts coast to coast. Absolutely. He has been a non-factor. He has been a virtual non-factor as well in your fantasy leagues. And the Colts are on a short week licking their wounds after the Tennessee Titans just came in and did the tighten up thing to them with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill is now beating back the barbarians at his gates. He's two and two. And the Tennessee Titans are sitting atop that division with the Jacksonville Jaguars who've already beaten the Colts. Shut them out. Tennessee is at Washington this week. They're going to say, hey, Carson Wentz, you're not on the Colts anymore, but guess what? You still see us. (laughs) I mean, one three and one with the Titans at three and two, and Jacksonville's at home against Houston, which is yet to win. They could be one three and one looking up at two three and two teams who have already beaten them. Naeem Hines has taken over the top spot at running back, and that offensive line hit him with the Hines. Yeah. <laughs> That offensive line better get it together tonight, at least for their benefit. Randy Gregory is not going to be on the field this evening. 
And he's part of a banged-up Broncos team that has lost Javante Williams for the season. Latavius Murray was in London wearing a Saints uniform, scoring a touchdown against the Vikings on Sunday. Tonight, he's wearing a Broncos uniform because as soon as Murray was done with that game, I guess he went back on the practice squad for the Saints, and the minute that happened, the Broncos signed him. We'll take that. That is so wild. Think about it. Tonight, (laughs) you're going to see a running back in orange for the Denver Broncos who – Four days ago, had a Florida Lee on the side of his helmet for a Saints team in London that was ready to win, if not for a double doink. doink. Scoring a touchdown in that game. Field goal. They were, they were ready to show the Brits what overtime looked like in a crazy-ass football game that included everything soup to nuts. Now Latavius Murray might be a crucial member of the Denver Broncos because Javante Williams is out for the season and Melvin Gordon has got the top spot and hope for his sake he stops fumbling. Yeah. He's got a fumble problem. Mike Boone, who got all of those reps and snaps while Javante Williams was healthy. Flat former Viking. Now he's got a crucial aspect in an offense that has not had Russ cooking. And everybody thought Russ is going to do nothing but cook. And the Broncos are 2-2. Two and two. And that's the way they walk into this house tonight with Russ having a dinged up throwing shoulder. And we assume that got hurt in Las Vegas and not him lifting all of those Subway sandwiches. Let's ride. Let's ride, Rich. So it's dangerous. And this is a Broncos team. I like danger. That was supposed to just add right. Just add Russ. That's it. That's the ingredient yeah. for the cooking. Just 100%. add Russ. Hundred percent. Because you got Jerry Judy and got Cortland Sutton, and you got the rest of this offense. That now a new head coach is coming in, and this new head coach was the Aaron Rodgers uh, wonderkind, right? So you're going to bring a guy in who Aaron Rodgers loves so much, and now you're going to put Russ into that offense, and the rushing attack and the Russell attack together, along with Randy Gregory added to a defense that does have a top-notch kid in Patrick Sertan the second. That's supposed to add up to a Super Bowl run, which could potentially still materialize. But they're 2-2, two and two, and the coach, Nathaniel Hackett, needed to hire an old, you know, what, uh, old man Ho- Hosberg, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and add him to the mix to say, challenge, go challenge, challenge, call timeout. No, then no, no. He didn't De- get it right De- either. Decline the penalty, accept the penalty, tell, tell, telling the new head coach, helping him out how to administrate a game. And the coach pushed all the right buttons in week one inside the red zone, but everybody kept fumbling. And then when it came time to actually try to win the game in Seattle, the coach fumbled, saying, let's go for it on a field goal because you were on the 46-yard line. That's good enough for us, 64 yards. Let's try it, even though we're not in altitude. And then other games, they're on the 41-yard line instead of the 46-yard line, and they're punting. It's been nothing but head-scratching in Denver over the first four weeks of this season. 
So these two teams facing each other to kick off the de facto second quarter of the NFL regular season, to me, is fascinating. Because the loser of this game is in a world of hurt. Now, you could say Denver isn't all that hurt. I mean, two and three isn't that bad. Well, how good did Kansas City look on uh, Sunday night? Pretty, pretty, okay. pretty good. That's correct. And you got a 3-1 and one team in second place in the AFC East. You got four teams at two and two, four te- uh, three teams at two and two in the in the AFC North, and you got the Chargers back at two and two as well. Seemingly going to get healthy at some point. Keenan Allen's going to get back on the field. I know Joey Bosa is on IR, yeah, but for a guy who had fractured rib cartilage, I mean, Justin Herbert looks. Uh, Pretty good. He looks like Wolverine. It just healed. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Excellent analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Adamantium. And the Chargers are going to Cleveland before a Monday nighter at home against Denver. You, th- Yeah, Denver needs to win this game tonight at home against the Colts team that is banged up without Jonathan Taylor there. Big toe out with toe problems and more. Oh, yeah. They better win this game tonight. And the whole country's going to pull up a chair again and watch how the offense looks and how Nathaniel Hackett's running this offense and calling timeouts. And now here comes Al Michaels talking about a coach 40 years in the business sitting upstairs no one's ever heard of in the ear of their new head coach telling him, hey, call timeout. Hey, throw the challenge flag. So, yeah, it would behoove the Broncos to win a home game on a short week at home against a 1-2-1 and team and go hunt a Matt Ryan that is sitting back there like a an iron deer on your front lawn, un, unable to hold on to the football because his offensive line is so terrific, he's unable to block. And the Colts better win this game despite being on the road on a short week because the Broncos are banged up and you do have a much more steady staff and head coach and Frank Reich who's been there and done that. And you do have a better offensive line if they can all friggin' block. And you do need it because you can't fall to one, three, and one. At least their one is against the Chiefs. Go figure that, man. But at least they did that. Yeah. It, I, I think this is a big game tonight between two teams I chose the Colts to win the North. I mean, the South, Uh, pardon me, the AFC South. Same. And a lot of people thought, okay, Broncos, let's ride. Because it's rest rest time. And if they go to two and three and the rest of the league then plays everything out this weekend, the Chargers win. Man, the Chiefs. And and let's just say the, the, the Raiders shocked the Chiefs. What if that happens? That would be helpful to the to the Broncos if they lose tonight, but they would then be in last place because the Raiders would be two and three with a tie break against them. They'd be looking up at three teams, assuming the Chargers win in Cleveland, which is a large assumption. I, I'm just laying it all out for I, I I'm I'm not here for the yeah, one, two, and one against two oh, yeah, and two. Yeah. I'm not saying all of that. Everything you said is obviously valid and true. I'm worried tonight is going to be 16-13 and, like, really unwatchable. Well, 
Can't help you on that. Yeah. that Especially one I can't when help you have on. Russell Wilson in fantasy. Can't help you on that one. Yeah. But this is a lot of fascinating aspects of tonight's game. Steve Smith Sr. is here to talk about it. And then we're here to talk with you at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial on our 8th anniversary. Uh, we've got a lot in, uh, in store. Uh, we, it, this is a tradition that we have done. Uh, almost every year, even though we found out, I guess we didn't do it last year. I don't know how the hell we didn't. I don't either, yeah. But we've been doing this for years. Uh, the way too early, one quarter of the season in the books, awards. Love it. That's a very large mouth with the one quarter season awards, one quarter post season awards. Yeah, quarter post awards. Uh, quarter yeah, post sure. awards. Yeah. We like horse racing. The MVP coach, defensive player of the year, and comeback player of the year, just four games in, just because. And then we put it in the freezer and we take it out at the end of the season and see if we were right. <laughs> I love that. See if it holds up. There's no chance. And then I've got a top five list with four weeks in. The top five burning questions for me that I'd like to see answered over the next four weeks of the season. Taking us to the halfway point. Uh, Aaron Rodgers using his potential retirement now as inspiration for his young receivers. That's interesting. What? Mike McCarthy with some bulletin board material? Uh-oh. <laughs> Why, uh-oh? From the media. Of course he's not giving it out. You know that guy won't do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got some thing. of that. We got I mean, that. I think they're going to win this week. But... And Bailey Zappy news. Oh, let's go. Can I get more credit for that, by the way? I haven't gotten any flowers this week for you guys. For what? What you do? Uh, you know what did what? I do? You know what I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you something in bronze and pottery because that's what you get for the eighth anniversary. <laughs> Thanks, my man. Seriously, I was the first one in the national media to call on mm. Bailey Zappi. National media, Chris Brockman, ladies <laughs> By the way, and gentlemen. That's a we fact. are. We don't know if Zolak didn't, didn't call, call out for him anything. You just said, what, All right, what "Let's do you talk mean about I didn't this." Call put a pin oh in it. God. Let's put a pin in it. Ice up. Ice up. Ice up. <laughs> Steve Smith Sr. is here. We'll let one Steve of our decide. Favorites. Oh, no, we don't have to. Don't, we're not dragging we're, him into him our in nonsense. Okay. We got enough. We got to have enough runway after wow. Steve says goodbye after hour one to hit all this. <laughs> Happy anniversary to us, if you don't mind us saying. 844-204-RICH, number to doll. Steve Smith Sr., folks, when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Steve Smith Sr. from NFL Network and so much more here on the Rich Eisen Show. And I'm looking forward to talking to you about NFL's most interesting jobs, which is a show that you're hosting for the NFL's YouTube channel. Um, that when you played, you you said you would manipulate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so man, is that another word for saying manufacture? Is this sort of no, like no, no, Jordan it, it, coming up with things no, that it, didn't really exist to get him all pissed off so he can go torch the opposition? Well, first you make of all, stuff up? first of all, me and Jordan in the same category. Only way that is possible is because I live in North Carolina. So <laughs> let's 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 no, uh, no, let's go ahead and divide that see, right now. I right? see what you're saying, but I think <laughs> what I've just put out there is yeah. somewhat similar to your well, no, mindset of what well, you're. No, that's, it's not necessarily true um, because there are times, right, you know, with Sam Mills going in the Hall of Fame, great job for Sam Mills, uh, well-deserved, mm-hmm. the best Carolina Panther ever. Uh, I believe the first guy to, you know, to represent an organization to go in there. You know, I remember uh, I was having dinner with uh, our former president, who was a good friend, um, um, Mark Richardson. And we were having dinner probably, this was probably about six, seven months ago. We were having dinner. Um, he, had, he, he was in town. Mm-hmm. And we were just all rehashing. It was a group of us. We were talking. And he had said something that kind of sparked a conversation. Mm-hmm. And he goes, man, not bad for a punt returner. And I just kind of, and I, and I said, a punt returner? And he goes, he rolls his eyes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and the reason I'm using that as an example is in college, I played wide receiver. Who happened, to, who happened to play punt return, who happened to – and the reason I played punt return and I was capable of playing punt return is because my dad was a semi-pro. Mm-hmm. Growing up, 126 Avalon, right down Willowbrook slash Magic Johnson Park, my dad was a semi-pro punter and a fullback. And by the age of 9 or 10 years old, I was catching punts. So in Pop Warner High School, college, I was pretty – I had – 10, 10, 10 plus years of expertise of catching punts. And I just did it because I wanted to be around my pop. And so me being a punt returner was the added part. I played wide receiver. I was a wide receiver. Now, scouts didn't want to say that I was maybe a wide receiver that was undersized at a non-respectable school at the time, which is the University of Utah. Because if you go back in 2001 – there was another wide receiver who was the same height as me who happened to play at a school that started with a U called the University of Miami, who name was Santana Moss, who he was the same height, and he was a first-rounder, and no one ever said anything about his height. And so I, you know, and so I mentioned all that to say I'm not manufacturing that I was given, I was, it was taken away things or mm. slighted. I was slighted. And to the point of where my former president of the team is still saying, we only drafted you as a punt returner, and I am the all-time receiver for the organization. And he still put me in the category of, 
well, we didn't really think you were going to be what you are today. So I'm not like holding on to it and manufacturing it. I'm just, it's not a chip. It's a, I, I, I was in a three-legged race and I was three-legged, but all the other people had four legs. And I was expected to do the impossible. I've mm-hmm. done it. And then now people are saying I'm manufacturing some of the things that people told me to my face. And so I'm just trying to like, you know, I'm, I'm shaking it off and trying to be a duck and smiling and laughing <laughs> and, and really enjoying um, just kind of doing some of the silly stuff that I get to do now. And, and one of those is to come on, to, to come back home, come to L.A. Mm-hmm. and be on a show that's well respected by a guy that I've been watching uh, talk about sports for, for my whole life of playing sports. You, you, everybody wants to be on Sportsman or be on this, be on that. And I've had the opportunity to be and integrate my life and our lives together mm. to, and, and be on that stage. And it's just been it's been pretty darn cool for Screw Up from L.A. Yeah, you, you get know? the last laugh, though, Steve. People say all that things about you. Like, you're laughing last now. Like. Yeah, I'm not laughing a little bit because i got to explain myself all the time. You know, every, I, I do give off the... Uh, and these are my words, not anybody else's words. I do give off the angry black guy face, you know? I do. So I, I'm, I'm working on it, smiling more. Look at that smile right it's there. It's actually pretty good. All the, <laughs> all the, you know, all the dental work I've had done? So I need to show that thing off. <laughs> Brush my teeth this morning. <laughs> the, the, the manufacturing I was talking about, yeah. Steve, though, uh, isn't what you just mentioned that you say facts. The facts of the matter is how you were born into this league and how you were perceived in this league and the perceptions that you had to break in this league and mm-hmm. that you still need to break in your estimation about what people view of, and, of and your... I, but I, I've also played into that as, as well. No, and I understand that. Yeah. The, the manufacturing I'm talking about is just on a game day. Oh, no, when it, you're standing, no when it's you're, real. When you're across it's not, the guy. It's not manufactured, it's real. That you... That every guy that you had a grudge against really was a legitimate grudge, you think? Some guys were legitimate gu- grudges. Some guys would try to. I've had several guys at times, mm-hmm. and even as an analyst now, as a player, I had a guy one time, like he asked me a random question before the, it was like right at the snap of the ball. He was like, hey, man, you, before the, uh, by the end of the game, man, you think I can get your gloves? I said, my gloves? And that played into it because there was a play, a running back, there was a run play coming our side, and I could have, I could have smashed him, and I didn't, because mm-hmm. he asked me for my gloves, and I didn't want to be a dirtbag. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't go over there and knock the snot out of this guy. And he just asked me for my gloves. You're a real, you're a real dirtbag if you do that. So he got me. Uh, I think I was going against a. Uh, he got me. Do you think Come, he didn't really want your gloves, or he was just using No, he it? really wanted my gloves, okay. but I think it also, because he wanted my gloves, it kind of hit me in that soft spot, right, where I was like, oh, I can't. I can't destroy this, dude. I can't destroy <laughs> it. <laughs> I can't be a dirtbag, right? Um, Antonio Camardi, he was playing with the Jets. First play, he goes, how's the fam? I said, good. <laughs> it just threw me off, right? But well, you should ask the same thing about him. No. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> He's a you great dude. Him Stop w- it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop being inappropriate. That's not very nice. I'm just pointing out you, you don't need to you could, kind, you could Steve. Le- 
as media, we don't always have to re, we don't always have to regurgitate all the information. Don't reach for the low hanging fruit if it's just there. Is what you're saying? Just move on. Okay, so you were saying the best you're dad s- ever. <laughs> well, that should be Antonio's sign. Oh, stop it! Yeah. Now he's not wrong though. What else you were saying? <laughs> not to my recollection. No. <laughs> oh. So what did happen with Akib Tlaib that day? The ice up. What led to the ice up, son? Come on now. Let's just do that, and then we'll and then we'll move moving on. Moving on. No, let's just do that, and then we'll move on. We're moving on. We are. Yeah. We're just moving on. Yeah. I'm not gonna like angrily look at you on the move on. I'm gonna smile and look. Look at him. Look at Steve Smith. Because I would back in the day, I would be like. <laughs> Still in there. Yeah. Nah, I'm like, man. Okay. Tlaib's a good dude. Though. I, we've talked. Uh, when he was with he was with Denver, mm-hmm. and he was playing the Eagles. Uh, we had what uh, took my son Boston, took him down to see Tory. Uh, I was doing a show out in Philly, so we watched the game. And actually, uh, Tory Smith, yeah, Tory Smith. He's, he was with he's the good people, great man. people. Um, and he was we w- went and saw him, and uh, I actually have him in my phone. I have a picture of uh, my son Boston, and Talib took a picture, and uh, so a lot of a lot of things. That people associate or think that I'm, you know, just an angry black man walking around looking to fight everybody and all of that. I would say um, about 89% of that was pretty factual when I was playing. I did look for, like, I, I look for, you know, not to have a good day. You know, like some people wake up, you know, they say, uh, you, some people wake up like, um, you know, I'm looking for it. I, I wake up looking for that. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I had a buddy the other day text me, hey, good luck. On the show, I said, good luck. I just woke up. Boy, I'm ready. Right? <laughs> and so now it's just like using that same energy uh, to express it and show my admiration for all these guys that's playing. So when I come in, you know, in the in the locker rooms and stuff as analysts, I get them, they tiptoe a little bit like, is he still angry, Steve? <laughs> and then I'm like, what's up? And they're like, Hey, it's the, it's the awkward, like... Dude, you want to know if it's sunny or cloudy <laughs> outside? Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll see what it is? Yeah. Well, and plus you're, you know, the the um, that line, what was that the famous line that NFL Films picked up? If you see this face, what did oh, you Oh, that see? means I scored. That means you scored. That yeah. play, we were we were playing against the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. and my family was in the, in the stands, and, and uh, that had a penalty. Somebody did something, it was a mm-hmm. penalty, uh-huh. and I was... Uh, Saying words that my kids can read, my wife was Angie was so on me. So shout out to Angie. She kind of pushes me a lot to. Um, she's just like, baby, you know, you just gotta be a better example for the kids. So shout out to Angie. Your your wife is uh, spectacular. She is. She deals with me. I've met her many many times. So she told. So where did like that she, line come from? Where did that line? You just came out of your, out yeah. of the dome. If you see this face, that means I've I've scored. Yeah, and then I said it, so I had to redo it. So if you see this face, I, I'm kind of a, I don't know. I just sit around and think of stupid stuff. I, that's the part. <laughs> I'm just. I'm really kind of silly. I really am. That's great. I, more people should know that about you. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't show that earlier on because now it's kind of helped me now later in life. There you go. Well, also, here, Rich, here, yes. Steve has quote. He's a quote machine, and there are websites just devoted to are there really? some there of the great, websites? the best quotes of your life. I mean, it, it, some of these are incredible, like the what lunch money. I look in the eyes of all my victims before I take their lunch money. Yeah, uh, that's because I I got my lunch money taken a few times when I was a kid, and I took a few people's lunch money. So that's, <laughs> that's more of a. What else? What else is on this uh, site? That film was a coaching session. 
They're going to oh, be yeah, coaching yeah. that. I'm 35 years old, and I ran around them boys like they were schoolyard kids. That was one against yeah, the was, Panthers. That was, in, that was really that was really mean of me to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or, because you gotta think about it. Like these are former teammates, and I just said <laughs> it was a bad about them. And then, like yeah. you know, and then a couple of weeks later in the bye week, I see him at the at the Whole Foods. So, like, what up, dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Family I gotta, members. Listen, I got like if if this was like a, I'm not Catholic. I'm, I'm Christian, but if this was. This is like a, a confession. It's a confession right now. Uh-huh. You know, another, father, help me. Another great one. Family members get to see you play. Ex-girlfriends that wish they wouldn't have dumped you. They're questioning <laughs> themselves right now. Like, <laughs> that was after a game a Monday night. Yeah, I, was, I was dumped a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> I had a bad attitude. Go figure, huh? <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is turning into Poop Ball Steve session right here. Oh, no. 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 no, I'm joking. Come on. Hey, Lee, hey you're trying to play victim, man. No, no, no. Hey. This is because you're you're one of one, man. You That's are true. Actually, one two. of one. No. no, you're one of one. Deuce Steve at the Smith house. I know that. I he's know pretty that. funny. <laughs> he's pretty funny. He called that. he called me uh I said something. He goes, hmm. Stupid. <laughs> That's what he did. It's, it's pretty fun. We like we like to have a lot of fun at the house. Okay. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to take a break, come back, and then we'll talk about the current day uh, in the NFL. Mm. And then we'll talk about your show as well. The most interesting jobs, NFL's most interesting jobs that you can see every Tuesday, 1 Eastern time on the NFL's YouTube channel with Steve Smith Sr. right here on the Rich Eisen Show on our eighth anniversary. Ooh. Yes, sir. What'd you get me? <laughs> no, it's our anniversary. Yeah, you should have brought something. Bro. It's our anniversary. Well, you give it to me. We'll take a break. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, Steve Smith Sr. is still here on the program. All right, let's get into it. Um, yes. The best team in the NFL through four weeks, in your estimation? Has to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Just remarkable to what they're doing. Uh, Nick Seriano, um, what he's doing, mm-hmm. he is, you can see his game plan varies each week, is based on his opponent. There are coaches out there that are doing – uh, things like you talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love what Doug Peterson was doing. Mm-hmm. I did not like what Doug Peterson did last week because as you watch on the football field, you watch that tape, it was not raining on half of the field. It was raining on both sides of the field. <laughs> but yet you had one team, the Philadelphia Eagles, who adapted and ran plays that were successful, and you had another team that was trying to throw the ball, and it cost them. 
And I just love what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing. Jalen Hurts is playing wonderful. Defense is playing lights out. The wide receivers are Slim Reaper, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders. Uh, It's really becoming a team. um, When you talk about the NFC East, everybody wants to say it's the Cowboys to lose. It's really starting to become dominant. And the fact, when's the last time we've been able to ever talk about the NFC East and say the Philadelphia Eagles at the same time. It's been a long time. It's been a while, even in their Super Bowl year. You remember they wore the dog masks because yeah, they were underdogs, underdogs in every yep. single game. I mean, mm-hmm. even the year where they won it all, folks weren't thinking that they were for real. Did you refer to Devontae Smith as the Slim Reaper? Absolutely. Yeah. The Slim Reaper. Long, I haven't heard that one yet. Uh, that was a nickname people were trying and to throw on Kevin Durant, and he refused it. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, so it's available. Slim Reaper. I, I, I like Devon. I, I I like him. I like, he's really good. Everybody had all these questions about him. Right for his height and 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 weight. Well, his and weight, speed. man. Right. Hey, whatever. He's, he could play. His, never his speed. The height and weight was always a question about him. Hey, he, right. He could play. So you like the Eagles for some reason. Um, I might be overreacting to this. The 49ers, the way that they played this yeah. past week, it was for me a reminder that they could be that Absolutely. team you don't want to face again. And and it, it, it happened even though they looked really uh, inconsistent, horrible, uh, is another way to put it, against Denver on that Sunday nighter. Against the Rams, they just looked world beaters. They they did look that good to me. Defense, yeah. offense, uh, Jimmy, is, Jimmy Garoppolo is, is uh, I think, dangling that carrot to get him out um, has made him actually push the ball down the field. He's notorious. He, he's notoriously not known for pushing a ball down the field. He's more of a system quarterback. It's nothing wrong with being a system quarterback. I'd rather have somebody that knows the system that actually doesn't know the system or is trying to figure out the system right, right. now, which what we're watching with the Denver Broncos with Russell uh, Russell Wilson. He is a top-tier quarterback, but he's still trying to figure out the system. This system is completely different than the system he was in with Pete Carroll this system I know very well. This system I was in with Baltimore, Gary mm-hmm. Kubiak, quarterback coach, is Clint Kubiak. So that tells me, and knowing Nathaniel Hackett, that tells me that this system that they're in is exactly the system I know mm-hmm. to a T. And this system is all about timing. And Russell Wilson is all about making plays without timing, uh, off-schedule plays. This offense is not about off-schedule plays. This offense only moves with on-schedule plays. So getting – to understand his style of play, Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett, and its offense, this system. You also have uh, Tim Patrick going down has really hurt them. Corden Sutton is coming back two years removed from his knee injury. But Jerry Judy is just a guy. And when you have just a guy, and you have the guy, and then you have no guy uh, at the number three position, it, it, it's really stressing this offense. And then they don't have a running game, and this offense is built on play-action run game because this style of offense is built on – Kyle Shanahan, uh, it used to be primarily with uh, Sean McVay, but now they're primarily throwing the ball more running second. Just a guy. Jerry Judy. I mean, he is just – it's nothing wrong with being just a guy, Mm -hmm. but he's not the guy. Mm -hmm. He's he's not better than Cortland Sutton uh, statistically or uh, how he's utilized in this offense. And that isn't a slight or I'm – upset with them or sure. saying that he can't play. I'm just saying he can play. Just not that the expectation that his draft status was. And and when you were talking about on-schedule, off-schedule plays about Russ and that offense, is that why 
at the I, end I of that so. Sunday, is that why at the end of that Sunday night game against San Francisco, against San Francisco, when Russ started doing off schedule stuff, the offense, we saw Russ throw it down the field in a way that we didn't see for the first three plus quarters of that game. Is yeah, it, but this is off, it that simple or it's not that simple? It's not that simple. It's, okay. a, it's a lot more complicated than two guy, two handsome guys sitting at the desk discussing. <laughs> But unfortunately, the plays that are are printed on the on the paper yes. are all touchdowns, and they're all completions. It's it's the it's the the defensive coordinators and the defensive players and the Pro Bowlers and the potential Hall of Famers down on other teams who have uh, their hand in and saying, "Hey, we don't want you to do what you want to do." That's scheduled on paper. Steve Smith, senior here on the Rich Eisen Show. What are you what are you thinking of what uh, of what we're seeing out of Miami? Because uh, we're Bill, Bill's Chiefs going into the season, everyone's thinking we're going to see that again. Yeah. We saw what the Chiefs just looked like against the Bucks. The Bills, mm-hmm. despite you know the last two weeks, they, they're 3-1 and one with a very difficult quarter of the season now behind them on their schedule. What do you think of the Dolphins? Can they truly jump in there and join this party? Well, you look at their defense. Their defense is crazy physical. Uh, they're playing lights out. Um I, I owe Tariq Hill an apology. I, I, I've said some things that kind of really uh, didn't think he was going to have the amount of success that he's having right now because of his speed allows him to do so many things that other guys just don't have to do. You know, I, I, in the past I would say he, run, he, he runs crayon routes, right? You see some of the stuff and it's, <laughs> you know, zigzag and it's not traditional. Mm-hmm. But what uh, Mike McDaniels has been able to do, uh, you know, hopefully to a – uh, is able to have some clarity and understanding what his life will be outside of the concussion, and and it's not about football; it's about yes, his, about him, and and his family. But what Mike McDaniel's was able to do, the one read look, Tua has struggled at times uh, in college uh, and in the pros of going beyond the second and third read. Tua also has never really done to date on, on film a two minute drill. The last two-minute drill that he was close to doing was the Las Vegas Raiders, and they took him out and put in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. It's not a slight. That's just something that when you look at someone's game and you analyze it, you go, "What? what's missing? That part is missing about his game. Everything else, he's playing lights out football. Um, they're, running a, they're, they're not even running the ball the way this offense is built for them to run the ball. So when they get that going – they're going to be uh, still problematic. And then you see Teddy Bridgewater, uh, hopefully, you know, two-glove Teddy will throw the ball down the field as well. So we'll see. So Bill's Chiefs still? You think it's still that conference? Or or Lamar, despite what's you know, I'm not happened sure. at the end of games? Uh, what it, do you think? I'm not sure just because there's so much parity. And this is it's so much parity is making fans, it's making us mm-hmm. very – like you cannot turn away. It's making so attractive to watch. You have to watch it to the nth degree and talk about the 49ers. 49ers travel up down there to Carolina and play them. And, uh, man, just got to help them. I hope, hope it turns out well for us. Yeah, this is maybe the worst opponent they could see right now. I mean, right now, they got playing. some other ones coming up, too. I know. What do, you think, of, what do you think the Carolina Panthers are, should do? Uh, hold on. Hold on tight and pray. It's tough. Man, it's just. It's tough. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe firing Matt Rule right now would be the answer. Because if you fire Matt Rule, who's coming in here? Who's coming in Carolina right now with no draft picks and no quarterback? That's not an attractive position. 
we got to build this team up and fix fix some of the, the issues that we have. And, and firing Matt Rule is not the is not going to fix it. It's not going to change uh, the the season. We have to just be play better and get the best out of our offense and utilize a lot of the pro bowlers and playmakers that we have on the team that we're not using right now. Steve Smith Sr. here on the Rich Eisen Show. Speaking of NFL jobs, NFL's most interesting jobs. You visit NFL teams to learn more about some of the most interesting jobs mm-hmm. in the league. New episodes Tuesdays, 1 Eastern on the NFL YouTube channel. Uh, you're you're going deep. You're going deep into NFL buildings to, to talk fun. to it's, people. It's been fun. I've, Who have you met? Who have you met? I've met a ton of people. I've uh, We've shot five episodes in the offseason. Um, I was able to shout out to Charlie Yuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was I, I King pitched, of Spring. I, I pitched him this this uh, this show that what is it like about football? Like what, what you know, our jobs. Get, let me be our jobs guy. Mm-hmm. And so got an opportunity to work with uh, uh, Jonathan James, um, mm-hmm. uh, director of unscripted stuff. And so we sat down and me and him getting a getting a lab and we we text message and talk about what. What all does it take? And so so right here, you were in the with with, with the, the Minnesota the Vikings. Vikings. Uh, so I was a chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a, I was a chef with uh, with the Minnesota Vikings okay. and learned how they cook and all that stuff and oh, talked to my got guy. Guy Fieri yeah. on, yeah, yeah. on the Facetime. They were okay. uh, Minnesota Vikings chef Paige. Uh, they had Mayor Flavortown over the grill, and I said, "Man, I know that guy." And they, and they look, you know, how when you say you know somebody, they look at me like. Here, I'll say what she was saying. How do you know Guy Fieri? What do you and Guy Fieri have in common? I love to cook. I'm actually, I love to cook. Okay. My wife's a 10 times better cook, but I love to cook. And um, we watch Food Network. We watch uh, Diner Drive. Oh, all, yes. So all my of that kids, stuff. the whole family. We so all we, do it. So guy. I've known them for years and always, you know, I'm always pestering them and having fun. And, and we're at different events together. And so, um, well, I'm sorry. He's at events. I happen to, you know, get a ticket. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Yeah, he's funny. Well, he, yeah, so he, he, he knows Flavortown. Yeah, he's but a diehard been, Raider fan, too. It's been, yeah. it's been fun. And uh, so I did the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I was the K ball specialist for the Kansas City Chiefs. Ah, um, okay. Uh, the the Giants one, I did that uh, back in the, during the season in June. Um, there's other few teams that I've been I've been to, and then we're working on some stuff, uh, maybe around the Super Bowl. Did some stuff last year in the Super Bowl as okay. well. So we, the next uh, three or four episodes are going to be pretty fun. Okay, I look forward to that. Yeah. I look forward to that. Um, so everybody check that out. Tuesdays, 1 Eastern on the NFL's YouTube channel. Who do you think wins tonight in the minute I have left with you here? I gotta get, you got to go with the Denver Broncos. Their defense, uh, even though they, they're there, Patrick Sertain the second, never seen a second-year guy He's good. be able to play as well as he playing. He hasn't even scratched the surface. It's unbelievable, right? So you have him um, – Offense is going to sputter a little bit. They're just not going to, you know, uh, especially for the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year they were a game away. I mean, a, a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, a quarterback away from being a, a, a playoff team. Yes. They're an offensive away from being a good team. Mm-hmm. It is struggling. Um, no running game. Their offensive line isn't actually as good as it used to be. Matt Ryan, uh, he's been a nuisance to us in the Carolina Panthers for years down on uh, – that I eighty five battle, um, Carolina versus the the Falcons. So to get him out, hell, I wish he was back in there right now because that would actually help us. 
because um, the way our defense is playing, lights out. Well, Matt Ryan is just, he doesn't look comfortable. He's not delivering the ball. Uh, pressure that's getting to him off the spot. Offense that can't run the ball. Just, um, I like Frank Wright. And I'm actually um, concerned mm-hmm. for his job because I think he's an unbelievable coach, great man. And I'm not sure what the heck happened from last year to this year. It really is just a quick, amazing yeah. turnaround. Steve Smith Sr., thank you for coming on here, man. I, anytime. Come on. I'm sorry that uh, all the years of me uh, <laughs> staring at me, staring at you, has. <laughs> Has con- has contributed to your hair loss. I really am sorry. <laughs> I appreciate. I, that. I apologize for that. I appreciate you know? that, Steve. You're very kind to <laughs> to mention that. And um, as a as a fellow ball a guy, wearing ball brotherhood. Look at I just oh, shaved Dion, it too. That thing is. Dion left us on the battlefield. He left us on the battlefield. Let me as, tell you something about. As he calls himself uh, comeback player of the year. Prime. Let me tell you about Prime. Yes. Every time I look at Prime for a split second, I go, "Should I?" Nah. I did He's that the to other get day. Do you it. think about it? He called in the other day for Restore. Yeah. Like on behalf. He was doing a tour for the people who put the lid back on his I, head. Every, I think, I've thought about When he first did it, I was like, if Prime could do it. No, no. I could do it. Well, I mean, but, these guys put different hairdos on yeah, my head to make yeah. it seem like they put the less neat on my head, less right? Need, the yeah. problem is, is where they get know. it from. I'm not good with that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking about the store. You're talking about parts of your, uh, well, your body. I, I just know what used to be there and where they have to recoup it from. I'm not sure it's going to grow back the same texture. Right. So I'm, I'm not willing to roll that dice. Nah. I'm going to roll that dice. This is the hand I was dealt. Yeah. That's, right. That's rock and roll. <laughs> working out if you see this face that means i've restored <laughs> that's a pretty good one i like that do i have to get the hair plugs to no, get the commercial it's not a plug there it is there that's uh, that's the less neat on my head Looks bro good. you look handsome right there <laughs> you know oh, what no. do it hey do it rich oh, rich man. thanks steve <laughs> i like dang